0: Almost Famous with John Shea, featuring local and independent musicians from the South Shore, Boston, and New England, on 95.9 WATD.
1: Welcome to the Almost Famous Tiny Stage, 95.9 WATD, introducing you to independent bands and musicians from across New England, brought to you each week by Tiny and Sons Glass. I'm John Shea. If you're a local musician with original music you'd like to hear on the radio, please reach out. You can find all the contact information on the Almost Famous page at 959WATD.com. Give me a follow tonight on Facebook and Instagram at Almost Famous Radio and subscribe to the podcast. That can be found by searching Almost Famous WATD on your favorite podcast app or at AlmostFamousRadio.com. Tonight, I'm being joined on the tiny stage by singer-songwriter Nate Ramos. How you doing, my friend? Doing pretty well. Doing pretty well. Thanks for having me. My pleasure. Thank you for making this work. Of so for those who might not be familiar with you, give yourself an introduction.
2: Yeah, how's it going, everybody? Uh, my name is Nate Ramos, and I am pretty new to the South Shore here. Grew up in the Worcester area, outside of Worcester in Auburn, Mass., and have recently moved down to Plymouth. And also pretty recently started uh, playing music out live. This is uh, coming up on two years this July of playing music out at restaurants, bars, breweries, and uh, music venues and all the like. And starting to write my own stuff here as well and putting it out there on, on Spotify, Apple Music, all that stuff. So really just getting into it. But uh, uh, I love it. Man, it's it's one of the most
1: fun things I've, I've ever been able to do. I completely agree. So you mentioned the release stuff. What is out there? What can people find on the streaming stuff?
2: Yeah, so I got four singles out there right now. All of them are recorded acoustically. And basically what I'm going to do is I'm going to have, I got four out there right now. I think I have three more coming for the rest of the year. Then I'm going to compile them into a seven song acoustic EP as my kind of first First uh, releases, I guess, ever. So uh, super excited to kind of get that finished. And like I said, I got four four out there
1: on uh, streaming platforms, anywhere you can listen to music. Fantastic. Congratulations on the new music. Thank you very much. If people want to stay up to date with what you're doing, where's the best place to follow you?
2: Best place to follow me is definitely my Instagram page, which is just uh, at Nate Ramos Music. You can also head to my website, which is nateramosmusic.com. And I'm also at Nate Ramos Music on pretty much every other social media platform. But in terms of news and, and updates on, on, on singles and all that stuff, is definitely
1: Instagram is the best. And if people want to see you live, maybe not the original stuff, but just see you live in general, you have a bunch of residencies in the area. So I have two residencies, both are down the Cape this summer,
2: Uh, the first time I've ever had a residency, but uh, I'm glad to have two of them. One is at Pelham House Resort in Dennisport every Monday night from 5 to 8, and then I have every Wednesday night from 6 to 9 at Ember in Harwichport, and I'm also playing at a bunch of places down in Plymouth, like Speedwell Tavern, I'm hoping to get into Proof 22 as I'm a country music artist myself. So would love to get in there. But um, yeah, a bunch of places down the South Shore. I've played at Wagon right down the street a few times as well. And um, I'm also still back in Worcester playing at um, one, of the, one of the music venues that I play at is Off the Rails in Worcester, which is uh, definitely one of my favorite places to play. Opened up for Travis Denning uh, just a couple of weeks ago, who was a country artist, and uh, we have we have some more shows lined up there as well as a full band. So definitely excited and, and happy to be playing in Worcester. Still,
1: congrats, man! Sounds amazing. Thank you very much. Let's do some live stuff. What are we listening to first?
2: Um, I think I think I'm, the first song I'm going to play is is the first song that I released, which is called "Across the States." It is uh, one of the first few songs that I ever wrote, and uh, obviously, like I said, the first song that I've got out there on on streaming platforms and all that. And uh, it's pretty much just about traveling across the country. So one of my one of my biggest dreams in life is to go out and travel across the country, and and it kind of came to fruition. My girlfriend and I would like to kind of just take off one day and just you know drop all of our responsibilities and hit the road. So that's what this song is all about. Let's hear
1: it. Nate Ramos on the Tiny Stage, 95.9 WATD. It's all yours. Thank you.
0: What if we packed a bag, say goodbye to mom and dad, left all of our worries in the past, forget about those diamonds. in my the kind for settling down Let's hit them all from town to town Kansas down to Georgia up to Maine I'll fill the tank with this guitar You'll be my shotgun in the car We'll count the constellations after dark So let's drive to Colorado the coast of- man.
1: Nate Ramos on the Tiny Stage, 95.9 WATD. Great job, man. Thank you very much. Talk about how that song happened. How did you write that song? Where were you when that song actually came to you? Um, so I was
2: definitely, in terms of where it came to me, I was definitely just sitting in my bedroom at my apartment back in uh, Millbury, Mass. This was before I, I I came to the South Shore, but... I'd say the inspiration from the song came from another song called "Sleep on the Floor" by the Lumineers. Love that track. Um, yeah, same. love them too. Uh, they're one of the best for sure. But uh, that's where the inspiration came from. Which is, if you haven't heard it, it's a song you know about about kind of just dropping everything and, and traveling across the country and, and just finding a, a new way and, and you know experiencing life in a, in a new way. So I got the inspiration from that. And like I said, it was still pretty early in my songwriting resume I guess <laughs> and uh, so I was like you know what I'll, I'll try to write a song that's that's kind of similar along those lines where it's about traveling across the country with uh, kind of my own spin on it so um, that was that.
1: Talk about your musical beginnings
2: when did music first become part of your life? Music's been a part of my life for a while in terms of listening playing I did not start until I was 21 years old which is uh, a little over four years ago now And, um, so I, that was the first time I picked up a guitar, but I had been, um, in love with country music for a long time before that, um, kind of started when I was probably early teenager. Um, just listening to a lot of country music and enjoying it. Didn't really dive into, you know, why I liked it so much. I just, I just kind of enjoyed it and, um, you know, especially on a summer day like today and, and just kind of driving around and, and listening to the music with the windows down and all that stuff. Um, I, I really liked it. So, you know, as I got into um, my 20s, I guess, I kind of just wanted to do something different. One of my roommates knew how to play guitar and in college. And what we used to do is we used to have a bunch of our friends over at our house um, and just, you know, kind of, have a few drinks and and it would get into late night and my friend would pull out the guitar and we'd start singing songs and I wanted to be able to do that wherever I was and um, I got kind of just fell in fell in love with it and kind of took off from there.
1: What is your first moment of actually playing your music for people or playing any music in front of people?
2: Yeah, playing any music was at Peppercorns Grill and Tavern in Worcester. That was my first live gig. About a two-hour gig. I, I should say before that, I I did play two songs in between one of my uh, one of my good friends. His name is Ryan Numella. He plays out down in in Worcester, and he was gracious enough to let me play two songs in between his sets, which was uh, during his break. That was the first time I ever played live, and then my first gig was
1: at Peppercorns the summer after that. That first time, those two songs during the set break. <clears throat> What was going through your head at that moment? <laughs> um, I think mostly was
2: whether I could actually do it or not. Uh, it was very nerve-wracking. There was probably you know maybe 10 people in the quote-unquote crowd. Uh, most of them were or my, my family and friends and, and his friends as well. So there wasn't too many people there, and it was still so nerve-wracking. So definitely what was going through my head was
1: whether or not I could actually do it. <laughs> so fast forward a few months to a year later, you play that two-hour solo gig. When did music go from being just a hobby to being a career? From when it went to being just a hobby to a career
2: was pretty recently. I just quit my full-time job to do music full-time. Congrats um, on that too. That's thank amazing. Thank you very much. I did that in March. So in terms of career, I'd say that was the cutoff point. What made you come up with that decision? I've always been you know, pretty entrepreneurial um, mindset. I didn't love the nine to five that I was working. Um, The job was okay. Nobody does. Yeah, for real. But uh, I didn't like the, uh, the, just the structure of a nine to five job. Um, So I I was kind of searching for things ever since I started that job, I'd say, which was in February of 21. I was kind of searching for things that I could do that were a little bit different and that would Uh, You know, allow me to to change career paths. And um, I knew I I wasn't doing what I wanted to do overall. And uh, that was kind of right around the time that I started playing music out live. And it kind of just took off from there. So, you know, I I was like, you know what, might as well try music. And as it kept kind of, you know, snowballing down the road, I got more gigs and was like, you know, maybe I could do this full time.
1: Well, speaking of doing what you want to do, let's do more of your music. What are we listening to next? Um,
2: the next one I'm going to play is an unreleased song. It's going to sound a little bit similar cause it has the same chords, but, uh, it's a little bit of a different one. It's called Other Side of You and it's about a bad relationship that I had, uh, growing up. Um, pretty much this song is uh, a, a get back at you song, I guess.
1: Let's hear it. Nate Ramos on the tiny stage, 95.9 WATD. It's all yours.
0: saying goes the grass is always greener but they say it with the sense that it's never true well i'm living proof that how in that fence can let you walk away from that It took me three years time to stop being just a visit I knew I couldn't come back the last time you fall with me Ever since I crossed that line say the grass will always be greener on the other side of you towards the end I could hear that green grass calling just about every time you try to manipulate grasp the even better a girl over here who loves me better than you ever could i can say the grass will always be greener on the other side i can say the grass will always
1: Fantastic. Nate Ramos on the Tiny Stage, 95.9 W.A.T.D. You mentioned that song is unreleased. Any plans to get that recorded and get that out there at some point?
2: Yeah, I do have it recorded. Um, I think it's actually going to be my next single that I put out there, hopefully in the next um, month and a half or so. It's definitely one that means a lot to me, so I I can't wait to kind of get that out there and have people
1: listen to it. Fantastic. And share the socials again so people can stay up to date with the progress of that.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, my Instagram and, and pretty much every other social media page is at Nate Ramos Music. And you can also see updates at NateRamosMusic.com.
1: Fantastic. We are up against our first break of the tiny stage hour. We have a lot more to share, more music, more things to talk about with Nate Ramos right here at 95.9 WATD. I'm John Shea. This is the almost famous tiny stage brought to you by Tiny and Sons Glass. And now, back to Almost Famous on 95.9 W.A.T.D. Welcome back to the Almost Famous Tiny Stage Hour, 95.9 W.A.T.D. Introducing you to independent bands and musicians from across New England. Brought to you each week by Tiny and Son's Glass. Give me a follow tonight on Facebook and Instagram. At Almost Famous Radio and you can subscribe to the podcast. Find that by searching Almost Famous WATD wherever podcasts are found or head over to almostfamousradio.com. Tonight being joined on the WATD tiny stage by singer-songwriter Nate Ramos. How are you? Doing pretty well, doing pretty good. Sounding great tonight. Thank you for making this work. Yeah, thanks for having me. Sure thing. So give yourself another introduction if you would.
2: Yeah, yeah. My name is uh, Nate Ramos and I am pretty new to the South Shore area. I just moved to Plymouth from uh, Worcester. I grew up in Auburn, uh, Mass, and lived in Milbury for the last couple of years and just moved down to Plymouth. So I'm, I'm happy to be out here. This, this music scene is, is awesome down here, and I appreciate John for having
1: me and glad
2: to have met him at one of the local open mics out here.
1: Yeah, so talk about the transition from the central part of the state to the South Shore. What led to that, that move?
2: Uh, what led to that move is is um, I wanted to move in with my girlfriend, and I was pretty much done with uh, Worcester. I lived in Worcester my whole life. I went to school in Springfield, so uh, never got the chance to really live near the water.
1: Closer to the ocean is the place to be. It is,
2: <laughs> it's, so it's pretty awesome. So she's lived in Pembroke um, her whole life, and also has you know partly lived in Plymouth because. Her family stays at a campground every summer, so that's where we are right now, down in Plymouth in Miles Standish. And yeah, I just wanted to be, you know, we we both kind of agreed that Plymouth was a little bit nicer than Pembroke or Worcester, so we uh, wanted to move down here. Awesome.
1: Congrats. Thank you very much. Talk about the Worcester music community. What is that like? I, I don't get out there that often. Not as much as I should.
2: Yeah, honestly, it's pretty awesome, and I'm I'm kind of sad that I I left it. Uh, not that I'm not that I really left it because I'm still going back, and um, I do have a band, and, and my my guys still live in Worcester, so I'm the one who's traveling most of the time back there. But um, I was able to meet a lot of a lot of great people, a lot of you know great people, both musicians and um, you know restaurant venue owners it's really lively and i think it's it's getting more so lively i'd say now Uh, not i guess i'm not entirely sure how it was a few years ago um but it's uh, it was awesome that i was able to meet a lot of people and and those are are friendships and connections that i'll have for a long time how does it compare to the
1: south shore scene the plymouth scene
2: um i mean so far I, i haven't been able to really get in a whole lot in the South Shore scene. Uh, I think if you ask me in in about a year, I'd say um, it's pretty similar, but I I think there's a lot more. It seems like there's a lot more music going on down here, especially in the summer. So I'm sure there's a lot more musicians and uh, I'm sure it's even more, you know, know, a lot of talent, much more talent with uh, a lot more people down here playing and um I've been going down the Cape as well and there's a lot of great people down there as well. I'm starting to meet some
1: people. Show with us the residencies. I know you have at least two of them happening right now.
2: Yeah, down both of them down the Cape. Um one of them is at Pelham House Resort in Dennisport. And then I have so that's every Monday from five to eight. And then every Wednesday I'm playing at Ember in Harwichport. So those two residencies. I got a lot of uh a lot of shows booked down the Cape on you know, kind of weekends and, and Thursdays and Fridays and all that, and then also have a, a fair share up here, uh, more of the upper Cape side, I guess, if you if you will, um, as
1: well as more more north of Plymouth as well. And in addition to that, you have a couple of singles that are out on the streaming services. What's out there for your original music?
2: Yeah, for original music, is um, it's all acoustic stuff so far, but I've recorded and um, gotten out there four songs and have also um, been working on a few more to be uh, released this year, kind of going to compile them into a seven song acoustic EP, which will come out, you know, all as singles, but the EP itself will be compiled towards the end of this year. And it's all acoustic. I really appreciate a lot of the guys that I listen to in country music. A lot of them have started off with acoustic singles, acoustic albums, uh, what have you. And I really appreciate that. So I wanted to do a little bit of that myself.
1: And where's the place to go to stay up to date with the progress of the original music, all of your live gigs, all that good stuff? Where can people follow you?
2: Uh, definitely on my Instagram at um, Nate Ramos Music, as well as Facebook and TikTok is also the same at Nate Ramos Music, and you can also check my stuff out uh, online, which is uh, nateramosmusic.com.
1: Okay, let's continue
2: with the music. What are we listening to next? Awesome. Yeah, the next one I'm gonna I'm gonna share is a song that is out currently. It's called "Ballad of a Truck Driver."
1: Let's hear it. We have Nate Ramos on the tiny stage, ninety five nine W A T D. It's all yours. Thank you.
0: Spinning 18 wheels through some no-name town. 3 a.m. has never felt so loud. My mom would say it's just the crickets, dear. But I drive with headphones in there in my ears. Stop at Milestone Diner to rest up. Ten more hours till I hit my draw Middle of nowhere Carolina night Got me thinking about my family tonight So I'm rolling down the freeway My wife, she needs some whiskey and my daughter needs a ride. Boss i pays our lady only after I arrive. Well, they say it's such a humble operation kind of job. But I don't see the humbleness in of leaving off and on. This time could be three. Maybe next time will be more I can't call it quits Cause it'd leave my family poor Yeah, hey, I'm rolling. Forty years, I short it so get told. I'll keep between the lines this last time and collect all of the dues that are all mine. Now I'm.
1: Very cool. Nate Ramos on the tiny stage, 95.9 WATD. Nice job on that. Thank you very much. So I want to talk about songwriting for a bit here. And I may be incorrect here, but you don't appear to be a 40-year-old truck driver. (laughs) No,
2: I'm not a 40-year-old truck driver. Yeah, so that song is a completely made-up story, obviously. And basically, it it came about, um, I went on a road trip with my friends, Last October, and we were headed down to South Carolina to go play some golf, and we decided to drive through the night as opposed to hitting the traffic during the day. And as most of us would know, if you've ever driven through the night um, on a tr- on a road trip, mostly mostly the only people on the road are truck drivers driving eighteen wheelers from you know one place to the next. And I thought that that was a pretty cool thing to kind of jot down in my in my notes app here that I keep all my song ideas. And, you know, kind of just worked on it after we came back from the trip. And I thought it was a really cool song because I think they have some
1: pretty interesting lives. So a lot of people that I have on this show tell me they can only write from personal experience. How do you write from somebody else's perspective? How do you put yourself into somebody else's shoes and write from their point of view?
2: I think a lot of it came from on that drive, what we did. I mean, so there was four of, four of us driving down, and it allowed me to not be driving the whole time. We did take my car, but uh, I didn't have to drive the whole time. So while I was kind of in the passenger seat or in the back trying to stay awake so that none of us would uh, get into a car accident um, in the middle of the night, um, I decided to kind of just keep coming up with ideas that would fit that song Basically, so uh, we actually did stop at a place called Milestone Diner. Um, So I jotted that down in my notes and was like, oh, that could be a cool piece to it. A lot of it came from kind of just taking down those notes and different things that I thought would fit into the song and then. I guess, creating a story around that. So definitely it's, it's one of the songs that I, one of the only songs that I've done that hasn't been per, from personal experience, but taking down notes and thinking of things that or that would fit
1: a story definitely helped create it. When did songwriting first become part of your life?
2: Songwriting first came a part of my life, just in terms of doing it myself, last February. So February of 2022. You know, for the first year and a half, two years of playing guitar um, and, you know, first year of playing live out at restaurants, I always thought that I didn't think that I could, you know, write a song. I just thought it was something that was almost otherworldly and I didn't know how people did it and was like, oh, you know, I'm not going to try. And then just one day, uh, a little phrase kind of just popped in my head and I'm um, not sure where it came from or, you know, what the... Uh, well, the inspiration was I was hanging out with my girlfriend, so that's where the inspiration came from. But I'm not sure where the phrase came from. It just kind of popped popped up into my head, and I was like, you know what, that could be something. So I started kind of just fiddling around with the guitar, finding a couple of chords that might fit okay, um, just chords that I've used to play other songs, and um, kind of just started writing. I don't know.
1: When did you know that you had your very first song ready?
2: Um, ready? Well, I... Honestly, I just kind of did it. I I didn't know if it was ready, but I I put it together and was like, you know what? I think that's it. (laughs) Um, I've listened to, as most musicians, um, listen to a a whole lot of music, and that's pretty much all I do all day is listen to music. So I kind of had the idea of how a song was structured, Um, you know, verse, chorus, verse, chorus, bridge, chorus type thing. So that's kind of what I what I aimed to do with that first song and. And that's kind of what I did and was like, you know, I was semi-happy with it. So I'm like, you know, that's it.
1: What was the response from your fans when you first debuted your first original song?
2: My first original song, um, I'll say it was mostly my friends and family, but uh, they, they all really liked it. They all enjoyed it and and a lot of them got to the point where they they learned the words and, um, <laughs> and that's what they singing do. Sing along? Um, yeah that's that's what they do. All my, I got some of the best friends in the world and family members and and that's what they do. Anytime I put out a song or I write a song and I share it with them they decide to do their best to learn all the words and now that I'm playing some actual shows where I get to play my original
1: music they're there singing along with me and it's it's pretty cool. So in that short period that you've actually been writing original music, how do you think your style and your writing have evolved? I
2: think from, from when I started, I was kind of just pulling from things that were just like more personal experience. And as I got into it, I learned to start writing down, kind of like I was talking about with that other song, writing down notes that would fit into the song. So um, whether it was um, you know just a song title and building off of that, or some sort of a, an idea in creating something around that. I definitely, from before, I was just you know kind of making stuff up, and now I'm, well, I still am making stuff up, but I'm starting to structure it a little bit more, I would say.
1: Very cool. Well, let's do more of your stuff. What are we listening to next? Yeah.
2: Um, I think the next one I'm going to do is a song called Crosses Along the Highway, another song that's a, a little bit, you know, not really my, my own personal experience, but um, it's a song that, that is definitely has a deeper meaning to it. So um, it's uh, pretty recent, and yeah, it's called
1: Crosses Along the Highway. Let's hear it. We have Nate Ramos on the tiny stage, 95.9, WATD. It's all yours. You.
0: Crosses along the highway. In there so people don't forget Just how fragile life can be when We're moving at full speed ahead Everyone's got somewhere to get to Everyone's always If we just stop to smell the flowers Maybe we'd take some when we're gone In this life of anguish Wake up Along the highway, stand there so people don't forget just how fragile life can be when we're moving at full speed ahead.
1: Nate Ramos on the tiny stage ninety five nine WATD great job man. Thank you very much. Talk about how that song happened.
2: Uh, That song, like I said, is pretty recent. And um, it happened because I've been driving back to Worcester a whole lot to practice with my band. As I said earlier, we just opened up for Travis Denning, a country artist, um, on June 16th. And we had a show back in May. Um, at both at Off the Rails in Worcester. So we were practicing a lot, and I was driving back to Worcester uh, pretty often. And one of the things that I noticed is that there's a lot of crosses along the highway. And I thought that that was a pretty pretty interesting thing that I could potentially write about. And then I was thinking of different ideas of what I could kind of create the song around. And, and I think um, one of the other things that I noticed about people driving along the highway and anywhere else is is we all get pretty mad at each other and people always have, you know, a lot of rage and, you know, road rage, I guess, um, on the highways and all that stuff. So I wanted to write something that had a little bit of a deeper meaning and um, kind of showed that or explained that maybe we should kind of stay, take a step back and, and, and realize how quickly we're all moving and, and uh, be a little bit kinder to each other.
1: Is that song one of the ones that's out there, or is that one that's going to be out there soon?
2: Going to be out there soon, for sure. Definitely, it's not out there yet. Um, that's one of those songs that I would love to hear a full band included on. So yeah,
1: I could hear you know, the arrangement in my head yeah. as you were playing that. It sounds great. <laughs> Thank you very much. Yeah, I would love to do that as a full band. Well, you started your music career kind of later in life compared to a lot of people. How did that late start allow you to find your voice?
2: I'd give a lot of credit again to my friends and family members. Um, I, uh, you know, we were going through COVID. I'd, obviously, none of us had much to do. So I, um, you know, I just started learning guitar shortly before COVID, and as we got into it, I was just playing a lot. Um, didn't have anything else to do. And I I kind of thought that I had an, an okay voice, um, but I never really sang in front of people. I was always too shy and too scared to do that. But I would like to sing in the car. I like to sing along to a lot of the songs that I like, um, you know, kind of just by myself. And I think that's kind of how my voice was kind of molded, was just singing along to a lot of songs in the car. But I recorded one, you know, one just um, a cover of a song on my phone and sent it to some friends and got some good feedback and, you know, started doing it more often. And I think that's now how my voice is where it's at is just from a whole lot of practice.
1: How did you find your way into the country genre?
2: I think I just stepped into it. (laughs) (laughs) I should really do some more branching out into other music, but country music is really something that I listen to day in and day out. And I couldn't see myself anywhere else in terms of writing my own original music, so I just started trying to write songs that were similar um, along the lines of a lot of the people that I listened to. And I think I'm, um, you know, semi doing that okay.
1: <laughs> how did you dial in the sound that we're hearing tonight? Like, how have you found the the balance between your voice and your guitar playing?
2: I think as I got into starting to play guitar. Something that I, I like to do is playing guitar, but I should say as I got into singing, singing has been you know just one of those things that I have really, really enjoyed, and it's one of those things that if, if it's it's something that if if you start doing it, um, it kind of just takes the rest of the world away. That's how I view singing, and guitar is the the accompany um, the accompaniment. I don't know if that's a word, but it accompanies my voice, um, trying to say, was what I'm trying to say, and, and I, I like to, um, I like to have my voice as the main act, if you will, and the guitar kind of just there, following along. Um, so I'd say, that's that's kind of what I do: is focus on the vocals and then and find some, some
1: guitar parts um, with it. Well, we have two more songs left, so what are we, doing as the second to the last song of the night?
2: My um, second to last song is I'm going to do a song that is, another song that's unreleased, and then I'll finish with a song that is released. So this last uh, or second to last song is um, a love song that I wrote also
1: pretty recently. It's called "Loving You." Let's hear it. We have Nate Ramos on the tiny stage, 95.9 WATD. It's all yours.
0: Me every morning as the sun comes up from dawn, and I read them every evening as the moon gleams off the palm. My love for you grows deeper with every pen stroke that you draw. And i'll go to work each night so i can keep you in my arms they say love is like a drug one that spits you out and shoes you above So if love is like a drug Then please lay me down And shoot me up Cause loving you is all that I can do Spent several sleepless nights Wondering how could I love you more I catch your smile It's like we never met before Remember that first night We danced upon the hardwood floor You whispered in my ear It's time to tear that dress you wore They say love is like a drug one that spits you out and shoots you above loving you is all this high can do so if love is like a drug then please A drug, one that spits you out and chews you up, but loving you is all this high can do. So if love is like a drug, then please lay me down and shoot me up, cause love
1: Fantastic. Nate Ramos on the tiny stage, 95.9 WATD. Great job. Thank you. We are up against our final break of the night. This is the tiny stage hour. 95.9 WATD introducing you to independent bands and musicians from across New England. We have one more song with Nate, and I will close things out after the break. 95.9 WATD.
0: And now, back to Almost Famous on 95.9 WATD.
1: For the final time tonight, welcome back to the almost famous tiny stage, 95.9 WATD, introducing you to independent bands and musicians from across New England, brought to you each week by Tiny and Son's Glass. I'm John Shea. You can follow me tonight on Facebook and Instagram. Stay up to date with what's happening on the show at Almost Famous Radio and subscribe to the podcast. Search Almost Famous WATD wherever podcasts are found or at almostfamousradio.com. Being joined tonight on the tiny stage by singer-songwriter Nate Ramos. How are you? Doing good, John. Doing good. Thank you for making this work. Yeah, thanks for having me. So one final time, give yourself an introduction. Yeah, my
2: name is Nate Ramos. Um, I'm pretty new to the South Shore area. Just moved uh, from Worcester to Plymouth. Um, and, and super happy to be here. Happy to be involved in the uh, music scene now. Um, as I was playing music out uh, for the last two years, pretty much in solely in Worcester. Um, now I'm branching out to, uh, you know, Plymouth area, the Cape as well as um, you know uh, you know a fair share of other places in Massachusetts,
1: and where can you be found online? Yep, I can be found
2: online at nateramosmusic.com and also on social media, pretty much all the main social medias, um, which is you know Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, at Nate
1: Ramos Music. And you've got a couple of singles up on the streaming sites, and you also have a couple of residencies as well, so give those a plug. Yes, sir. Um, I am, you know, I
2: have four singles out there on Spotify, Apple Music and anywhere else you can stream music. Um, And I had um, just one come out June 16th, um, which is what we're going to play next. But uh, yeah, you guys can um, take a look at my Spotify and Apple Music there. And then I have a couple of residencies this summer down the Cape. The first one is every Monday at Pelham House Resort from five to eight and every Wednesday from 6 to 9 at Ember, and have a bunch of other shows kind of scattered in there throughout the weekends um, at places down in Plymouth, South Shore, Boston, Cape Cod, and all that. Fantastic.
1: We have time for one more song. What are we closing out with?
2: Yes, this one is called Three Sheets Winded. It's a a bit of a summer drinking song, so I figured it would be a good one to close out on this beautiful uh, summer day.
1: Um, It just came out on June 16th. Great. Let's hear it. Nate Ramos, thank you again. Get home safely. Best of luck with the residencies, all the new singles, the EP, all that good stuff. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. Hope you guys uh, enjoyed it. Thank you. 95.9 A T Day One final time. The tiny stage is yours.
0: just burning a hole Cause I ain't getting nothing for free Might as well just put it down On a pack of them Bud Heavies Guys are in the back, trading shots and crushing bugs. Really